Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 9th of March. The Russian Central Bank has banned the domestic financial system from selling foreign currency before the 9th of September of this year. This might be taken as a signal of the minimum expected duration of economic sanctions. The ruble failed to strengthen on the news, which is a reasonable indication of the depth of the financial crisis within Russia. On a more optimistic note, there are some faint signals of a possible diplomatic exit from the war, though this is very early stages, and a lot of the economic damage done is going to be very long-lasting. Meanwhile, the United States has announced it will end Russian energy imports, and the United Kingdom has announced a phased ending of oil imports from Russia. Before doom-scrolling into an economic depression on this news, there are two points that should be stressed. First, this is in some way an instance of the government's catching up with private sector policy. Companies are already refusing to handle Russian energy, either because of reputational risk, or because of concerns about sanctions, including financial sanctions. The change is therefore not quite as dramatic in reality, although government sanctions may last longer than a corporate's concerns for its reputation on Twitter. Second, consumer behaviour is likely to change in response to the price changes for energy that we have already had. Why should a US or British household spend money putting fuel into their car just to drive to the office, if the office is a place that they do not need to be. In economies where jobs can be done from home, and where the viability of working from home is already established by the pandemic, this is something that budget-constrained households are likely to consider. However, it is important to note that consumer price inflation data will not recognise that this is happening, and consumer price inflation will assume that people drive as much at $130 oil as they did at $70 oil. This means that although higher oil prices will negatively impact the spending power of consumers, the spending power may not be as negatively affected as the headline consumer price inflation numbers will suggest. The data calendar is pretty quiet today. Chinese inflation numbers came out with February consumer price inflation unchanged in year-on-year terms from January. As with a lot of the data at the moment, the year-on-year rate tells us more about what was happening a year ago than it does about what is happening now. Prices are rising more meaningfully compared to the recent past, but it's still not a strong inflation environment in the moment in China. Chinese producer price inflation, which is more vulnerable to energy prices, did increase slightly year over year. China's economic exposure to the Ukraine war really comes in three forms, directly through the impact of commodity prices on the domestic economy, indirectly through the impact on US, European and UK demand for goods, and tangentially through quirky effects like Chinese entities' losses from holding short positions in the nickel market. For the economy, it may be the export demand that is the most important concern over time. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 